0: And now for a podcast, twenty years in the making.
1: Shit, them boys is having the time of their lives.
0: <laughs> it will be in your head for the next hour. Media, sports, history, just pure animals.
1: Just talking. Well, what's the show about? It's about
0: nothing. With your host. Bobby Nelson.
1: A team that is known as the Bears. The Bears. The Bulls, The, Bulls, the, Bulls, the Bulls. And Mike Chip. That guy's pretty good. If, if you like 6'5", 230 pound quarterbacks. Laser, rocket arm. Are you ready for...
0: Welcome
1: to the Dog Pound. What's up all you cool dogs and pups. You are listening to Welcome to the Dog Pound. Featuring myself, your host, the dog, Robbie Nelson. And unfortunately, flying solo today as my co-host and co-word, Michael J. Kitt, did not want to appear today. Which is fine. He is quarantined on the other side of Des Moines while I'm over here on the east side letting it rip. Um, wanted to do a special NFL draft podcast for you guys as we are looking forward to this event as this is a Super Bowl basically because we haven't had a sporting event in Lord knows how long. Um, <laughs> so I thought it'd be cool to get on here, even though uh, it's just me. Uh, it's been a long time, as I'm sure the people that listen to this on the regular know. Uh, just Life stuff. I, you know, I got engaged in the last month. Um, changed jobs. Uh, yeah, just a lot of stuff. Uh, missed it. So hopefully you enjoyed today. I do plan on getting into this a little bit more since uh, a lot, as a lot of you probably have, is a lot of free time in your hands. And I was thinking about doing some some fun stuff. Uh, getting uh, some guests on here talking about not just sports but other other things. And hopefully getting my uh, co-host back on here, Mike. I miss arguing with him. I feel like I haven't seen him in like eight years. So love you, Dad. Um, so here I am on Tuesday the 21st uh, recording two days before uh, what will be the first ever and hopefully ever virtual NFL draft. Um, I don't know if anybody, any of you have seen the news from the other day, but it sounded like it was a absolute clusterfuck Um when they try to do this live so uh, As a, a mock draft And apparently a lot of these guys Probably don't know how to use Zoom So <laughs> it could be interesting on Thursday But I'm looking forward to actually watching it uh, Recording this on What would be my brother's 37th birthday Shout out to Nelly out there Happy birthday big bro um, I'm sure uh, you'll listen to this at some point Probably celebrating uh, I'll give you a call later um, <clears throat> So As I said before I just want to Kind of go over my mock draft that uh, I, I put out uh, at the end of last week. And uh, hopefully some of you got to see it. I kind of just want to go over that, make some comments, and uh, just kind of chat. So let's uh, let's get started. So first pick of this year's draft goes to the Cincinnati Bengals, who were a dumpster fire um, last year with Zach Taylor as their new uh, coach. And they need a quarterback because the red BB gun, Andy Dalton, isn't very good, um, even though I would take him with the Bears, but we'll get more into that. Uh, So I do believe, obviously, as most all my other brethren do, um, like Mel Kiper Jr., is that Joe Burrow will be the first pick quarterback from LSU. Um, I mean, who else are they going to take here? Kids from Ohio, he had uh, the best season of all time (laughs) as a quarterback for the national champs. I guess the only hesitation here would be if you are a person that's worried about him having to transfer out of Ohio State and when he lost his job to Dwayne Haskins. We don't know the whole full, full story there, and obviously he took the transition well of going from there to LSU. Um, didn't have great stats last year, but they, they changed um, their offensive uh, scheme this year, and it just really fit his style. So hopefully the Bengals can figure that out too. So not a lot of a lot of uh, intrigue with this pick because I think everybody thinks it's going to be Burrow. So, obviously, number two um, is the Redskins, unless they trade out. Which there's been some um, some things coming out of possible trade up to this, but I don't buy that for one second because I truly believe they're going to take Chase Young, um, the defensive end of Ohio State. As you've seen from the Bosa brothers the last couple years, um, they've just been absolutely incredible as you know rookies and. This guy looks as a kind of better version, more athletic version, isn't maybe the right word for it, than those guys. Um, so if I was new coach Ron Rivera, <laughs> God, Rivera I can't talk, Rivera, uh, I would have to take this guy. I mean, you don't want to miss on who could be the best prospect in the draft. So that's what I'm thinking, and I'd be shocked if it's something different. So third pick is the Detroit Lions, um, Jeff Akuda from uh, Ohio State. A lot of uh, Ohio State boys here start out cornerback. Um, this is a scenario I could I could definitely see trade-up in. Um, I think that the Lions need a lot of stuff, as I'm sure a lot of people that pay attention to the NFL know. Um, they just let their uh, starting quarter- cornerback, uh, Darius Slade, go. So they need somebody. <laughs> um, they signed Desmond Trufant, um, but he's not as good as he used to be. So I think they go with the best corner here. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they took anybody else, um, like Simmons from Clemson, uh, trade back. You know, I think there's a lot of options open here, so it should be interesting. This is when it starts kind of rolling, and we'll see uh, how uh, messy it gets with this virtual draft. Uh, next is the New York Giants. Um, they finally benched uh, dumb, dumb-looking uh, Eli Manning for their prized possession, Daniel Jones, that they drafted last year in the first round. Um, and he wasn't bad. I, I think with some more experience, he can get even better. Um, it'll be very interesting to see what uh, how he turns out. Um, I think he just he needs some help, definitely offensive line. Um, but you know, anytime you have Saquon and Barkley behind you, that definitely helps. But I do think they go defense here. Um, I'd be shocked uh, if they didn't because Isaiah Simmons is an incredible athlete. Um, he can play like every position on the the defense, which is unheard of. Um, And he was great for Clemson last year. So I would take him. Um, This could be another trade-up scenario. Um, If anybody's really interested in uh, the quarterbacks that are available, um, we'll get more into that uh, once I go through this. But I just – it'll be very interesting to see if anybody trades up, if they love somebody that much. But going Simmons here. So next – is where stuff get, really gets fun. So you have the Miami Dolphins. Um, the whole season, the way it started, you thought they were tanking for Tua was kind of the thing they were going with. And, you know, getting rid of everybody, it just looked like an absolute train wreck. But <laughs> somehow, kind of middle of the season, they found a groove. And they kind of won a couple games late, um, even beat the Patriots in Week 17 to help the Chiefs get uh, first-round bye. And uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick actually did not play bad. Um, they couldn't run the ball to save their life. So, I mean, we'll get into why they need a running back later. But I think they have to go quarterback here. I mean, if nobody trades up, you get the pick of the next couple quarterbacks. Um, I think Tua is a better prospect. But that hip that happened to him last season I, it just scares the hell out of me, um, regardless of what they say of him being healthy. I mean, he's hurt his ankle twice. Like, it's just hard to kind of look past that. So, I have Justin Herbert here. Um, I don't love it, the quarterback from Oregon, um, but you know, he did play well, in at the end of the season and in the Rose Bowl uh, for the Ducks, and he had a, he had a pretty good you know kind of postseason leading up to um, you know the combine. So. <sighs> I think he could develop. Um, there's some things that you don't really like, and like I said before, I think Tua is a better prospect passing the ball, but the injury history just kind of scares the hell out of me. So that's where I'm going there. So which leads me to next pick, which is the LA Chargers. This is where I think Tua goes, and I'll tell you why. Um, they love Tyrod Taylor to kind of be the bridge guy, um, which I mean, he's been you know a good quarterback. In the NFL. I mean, he played really well for Jeff Cleavers Bill. uh, Bills. Shout out to Jeff. Um, And I mean, he wasn't terrible for the Browns. I mean, that was just a bad situation. So I think he could definitely fill in there um, as I move on from uh, Mr. Bolo to himself, uh, Phillip Rivers. So Tua could take some time to sit and just get his body right. I mean, if that's what's going on here. So I think this is the best leaning spot for him, honestly, but I could be wrong, and obviously nobody knows what the hell is going to happen because this draft is very different than any other, so, Um, but that's where I'm going, so leads me to the next pick, which is the Carolina Panthers, who just gave a ton of money to Christian McCaffrey, who, who, even though I'm not a proponent of paying running backs, I feel like he plays basically three positions, so he I think he earned it, so um hopefully he doesn't get hurt and fall off the map after getting that big payday. But anyway, that's not the point. So I have them taking uh the first defensive tackle in the draft, Derek Brown from Auburn. Um the Panthers lost actually a ton up front up front, as well as Luke Keekly is no longer in the middle of the field. So I mean you you need to rebuild there. And this guy played really well for the Tigers last year. He uh he is going to take up space, and he's really going to help the rest of the defense out. He's going to start from day one. Day one so um, I also wouldn't be su- surprised to see um, Kinlaw from uh, South Carolina that really blew up um, the combine stuff uh, go here as well, but um, he'll be down here in a few picks. So Next is one of our first local uh, prospects, um, Tristan Wurst from Iowa, who's a tackle for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, he's a very athletic tackle. Um, the Cardinals' offense was definitely better as the season went on. Kyler Murray kind of surprised me. I didn't think he would be that good that quick um, just because he only started one year in college. Um, but, I mean, he's incredible, and it'll be interesting to see how that team kind of takes off after the, the trade with uh, to get DeAndre Hopkins. So I'll be very uh, invested in watching them. I think they're going to be a fun team, and I think Wirfs will help. Um, since he's so athletic, um, be able to block for the, the very shifty and athletic uh, Murray uh, as his quarterback. So, uh, number nine, we have uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, who kind of are dumpster fire right now. Um, it's hard to hard to believe that they were in the AFC title game like two years ago. So, but I have them taking Kinlaw, who I mentioned earlier, J- Javon Kinlaw from uh, South Carolina as a defensive tackle. He didn't have the best season um, by any means, but he. Uh, very athletic guy, um, blew up this uh, postseason process. Um, just unbelievable numbers, and they need some help. I mean, they just lost Clayus Campbell, um, the the other guy. Uh, I don't even know how to say his name. The one that just got franchise tag. Um, he's probably on his way out. He just blew up Twitter and uh, basically had an argument with uh, um, their front office, which is not great. So they're gonna need some defensive linemen, even though they could definitely use some help on offense to help uh, my main man, Gardner Minshew, who I hope actually gets some success. Um, He's just a fun dude. So it'll be interesting to see kind of how this Jaguars rebuild goes because it's it's really not that far off from them being the best defense in the NFL. So it's just really hard to believe. So anyway, um, next is Cleveland Browns, who was everybody's uh, preseason darling last year because they got – OBJ, you know, Baker had a really good rookie year. Um, you have Jarvis Landry still. Um, and on defense, you have Miles Garrett. Like, this is supposed to be the team. And they just fell apart. And Miles Garrett tried to kill uh, Mason Rudolph with his helmet. And there's a bunch of stuff with that. So um, <laughs> hopefully they can get it together this year. Uh, Freddie Kitchens was a dumb hire. I mean, I think. But, you know, what do I know? But that's uh neither here nor there. So I have them taking Mackay Bicton, who's an offensive tackle from Louisville. He is enormous, like the biggest human you'll ever see. Um, and they, the Browns definitely need an offensive tackle here, especially specifically on the left hand, left side, because they just signed Jack Con- Conklin from uh, the Tennessee Titans, who um, is a really good tackle, but he's a right guy. So. Becton could definitely be on the left and just maul dudes from here on out. So, But he has to stay in shape. Um, he could easily get too overweight, so hopefully he uh, keeps it together because I think he can be a really good player. So. And to keep our run on offensive tackles here, we next have the New York Jets, uh, and I have them taking uh, Jedrick Wills, Jr., um, offensive tackle from Alabama. Um, they need a wide receiver, and thankfully this draft is very deep in that. So, hopefully, they can get that for Sam because they have absolutely nobody right now. And (laughs) I feel bad for the dude. So, but they also can't block anybody. They tried to sign some people this offseason, but I'd be weary after what they did my boy KO dirty there, saying he didn't need shoulder surgery, and he did. Um, So, I'd be careful if I was going to go for the Jets. But get Wills, pair him up with Sam Darnold. Hopefully, that'll help uh, get the offense back on track. So, That's what I got going there. Next is, still feels weird to say this, the Las Vegas Raiders with uh, Chucky himself, John Gruden, as coach. Uh, I really think they're going to go wide receiver here. Um, You know, they tried to get Antonio Brown last year, and everybody knows how that turned out. Not great. Um, And Gruden, I feel like, loves, like, good – Route runners, just good football players, and Jerry Judy was that for Alabama. So just, just, just a this pick. God, I can't talk today. Just de- definitely makes sense to me. Like it just, it feels like it fits. So hopefully, they can help that offense go. Um, I was very surprised last year with how good Josh Jacobs was. I did not expect that because um, I'm not a big first round running back guy, but he showed up. So hopefully, this will keep that uh, train rolling for those guys. So next is the San Francisco 49ers. Um, they actually got this um, from the Colts from a trade they had um, with um, the defensive lineman. So they get a pick here. And after they lost Emmanuel Sanders, um, they are definitely gonna need a wide receiver to help out Debo Samuel, um, George Kittle, who might be the best tight end in the NFL right now, and um, Jimmy G, uh, QB. So... I have them taking C.D. Lamb from uh, Oklahoma as a wide receiver. Uh, really, really good player. Um, as a proponent of the Big 12, um, I got to see him play. And, I mean, he was he's incredible. He's an incredible athlete. Great. Um, just great around, all-around wide receiver, so I think this is a good fit for them. And then next is one of the more interesting stories from the offseason, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who just signed – Uh, 65-year-old Tom Brady (laughs) to be their quarterback. I'm very interested to see how this shakes out. You know, Bruce Arians, I'm a huge, huge fan of his. I wish he would have been the Bears coach instead of Mark Trestman, but I don't want to go down there because that's going to bring up old wounds. So we won't talk about that, but you could finally get a quarterback that won't turn the ball over with the weapons that you have on the outside. This could be fascinating, even though Tom is... Definitely passes prime. He's better than um, crab legs, uh, James Winston, because anytime you throw 30 picks, that's not great, bro. So, um, but anyway, long story short, I have them take an offensive tackle to help their new, very old quarterback with Andrew Thomas from uh, Georgia. Um, very good tackle prospect. I I feel like uh, he can start from day one. I had him in my top top three, so um, I feel like this is a good fit for him. and they, they've needed this for a while, so this is, this is a good pick. So uh, At number 15, we have the Denver Broncos, another AFC West team. Um, interesting team. They uh, can never figure out this uh, quarterback situation after Peyton left. Um, but I think they might have their guy with Drew Locke um, from Missouri from last year. He played uh, down the stretch. So I think they're going to kind of see how that shakes out with them. And Corlin Sutton really came out on wide receiver. They do need another one, um, but I can – See them taking that later, but I think cornerback is a bigger need. So I haven't taken CJ Henderson from Florida, um, especially since they lost Chris Harris and um, Vic uh, Fangio, uh, former defensive coordinator for the Bears, is their coach now. And obviously, he's a defensive guy, so I see this being a, a good fit for them. So next, <coughs> excuse me, um, is the Atlanta Falcons and. Hopefully I say this right. I have them taking Klavion Chazon, um, who's kind of a pass rusher type dude from LSU, uh, from the Defending Champs. Um, Falcons need a pass rusher. I feel like they do every year. They keep drafting guys that don't work out. Um, basically, Vic easily was the last one. And it just seems like this is a good fit. Uh, the guy doesn't take plays off. Played great for, you know, one of the better teams of all time, so. I think he could start from day one and give them, uh, some sacks that they need, des- desperately need. So next is America's team. <laughs> Not really. Uh, Dallas Cowboys. Um, I have them taking uh, another dude from Alabama, Xavier McKinney safety. Um, they, uh, the Cowboys need some uh, secondary help. They lost By- Byron Jones, to free agency. And, um, I think it would just be good to get a quality quality dude from uh, the Bama program. Uh, there's other safeties I really like in this draft. Um, almost more than McKinney, like Winfield, uh, which is uh, Antoine Winfield's uh, son, Jr. Uh, he's going to be incredible, but he's five nine and he's kind of a combo guy. And then I love the the dude uh, Duggar from uh, Lenore Ryan, which is D2 school. Kit would be really pumped about that. Um, I think he's going to be a steal for somebody. He probably won't go till. Round two or three, but watch out for that dude. But uh, McKinney's probably the best pure safety in this class, so that's why I have him going here. So um, next is number eighteen, the Miami Dolphins with their second pick. Um, this one they got from uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I have them taking another offensive tackle, um, Austin Jackson from USC. Uh, they need they just need some offensive line. I mean, Dolphins need a lot of stuff. So I mean, I could I could sound like a broken record here with that. Um, Jackson's next off my board of tackles. Um, really good player, uh, from the back 12 for USC. Um, he did get kind of worked by a couple, uh, better defensive ends, but I think he's, he's going to be a good player. So they can help him out immediately right there and he'll start from day one. He's going to need to. So next is where my bears would pick, but, um, the Raiders on that pick. So Las Vegas Raiders still weird, um, come up again and we'll see, uh, the the Raiders, with my boy Mike Mayo I can still knock this stuff out of the park. I, they, they surprisingly did really well last year. So I have not taken a cornerback. Um, they seem to really like dudes from good programs. They took like eight dudes from Clemson last year. So I have not taken Trevon Diggs, a cornerback from Alabama, um, since they already addressed their wide receiver need. Um, I think a uh, corner is a big need for them still. So I don't feel like it's a reach. Diggs is a good player, so, I mean, he could start – that's where I have them going. So next is the Jaguars, um, again, with their second pick that they got from the LA Rams. And this is where I have Antoine Winfield Jr. going, who I was talking about earlier from Minnesota. Kind of a combo guy, safety cornerback, um, ball hawk. Dude's everywhere. His dad was the same. Um short though, like five nine. Like I'm taller than this guy. And but he he, he can tackle. Uh like I said, his first all is be I think he's gonna be a damn good football player. So that's what the Jags need right now. They need good guys that are going to buy into whatever program they're trying to sell. So, uh, Next, let's see, 21, which is the Philadelphia Eagles. And I have not taking wide receiver um, here with Henry Ruggs III from Alabama. Dude's an absolute burner. Like Deshaun Jackson fast, like ran a 4-2 at the combine. They need something there. Like I feel like they have eight or eight wide receivers get hurt every year put uh, Carson Wentz in the bad spot. Um, but Ruggs will take the top off the defense to kind of help everybody else out, especially like Zach Ertz in the middle of the field, tight end, and that's, that's who I would take if I was the uh, Eagles here. So, Number 22, um, we have the Minnesota Vikings who just recently got this pick from the Buffalo Bills um, with the Stephon Diggs trade. So I haven't taken wide receiver uh, since they just lost one. Um, Justin Jefferson from LSU. He uh, he was a really good football player for the champs. Um, caught a crap ton of balls for those guys. Um, he is faster than I thought. I thought he was going to run like a four five or four six, but he ran a four four at the combine. And um, I think he could step in. I mean, Vikings are kind of like gun shy with uh, with uh, taking wide receivers early. Um, ever since uh, guys like Troy Williamson, who was garbage. Uh, and uh, but I think this is a good pick. I think Jefferson will fit in. And play really well for these guys, so I, I really like that pick. Um, next is the New New England Patriots um, at twenty three. I'm not really sure about this. It just kind of felt like a Patriots pick, but I definitely could be wrong. But this is where I have the other um, first round talent from Iowa going: AJ, AJ Epanissa, defensive end. Um, I would not be shocked if the, the Pats go quarterback here, um, especially if one fell or if they, you know, are going to try and make Jordan Love work or one of those guys are. Even Jalen Hurts, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I have no idea. But they always seem to have like, very good, solid defensive guys, which I believe Epinesa will be in his uh, pro career. Um, so it just makes sense to me. I could see it going completely different, too. So that one I was not confident on, but that's what I went with. So uh, Next is at 24, the New Orleans Saints. Um, I haven't taken a linebacker from LSU. LSU's going to have a lot of picks In this draft, they might break a record, honestly. Uh, Patrick Queen, um, who was also great for the champs. It would be interesting for the Saints to take this. Uh, I believe he's originally from Louisiana. I could be wrong. Um, But they need some linebacker help. They lost um, my boy A.J. Klein. He left uh, for the linebacker linebacker core, So they're trying to win now. Um, You know, I believe this will be Drew Brees' last year. So I think uh, they just need a player that can plug and play and – try to go for uh, the Super Bowl, so. Uh, next we have the Minnesota Vikings at number 25 um, with their actual pick. And I have them taking the defensive end from Penn State, Yatir Gross Matos. I don't know if I said that. I didn't watch a ton of Big Ten football this year, um, so I probably said that wrong. Anyway, they need to replace Everson Griffin. Um, the games I did see him play, um, this guy was a really good player, so. And I think Zimmer is a defensive guy, so I think he would help. He would love to help have some more help on the defensive line. So, and they already took the wide receiver, so this just makes sense to me. So, next is my Dolphins with their third pick of the first round. They're going to be busy this draft, um, which they got from the Texans. I have them finally taking a running back, um, DeAndre Swift from Georgia. I'm not a huge running back in the first round type of guy. Um, never have been. Especially in this day and age, it just doesn't make sense, but they need somebody. I think Fitzpatrick was their leading uh, rusher last year, which is terrible. And uh, so they could definitely use a guy like this. So uh, I have him as the best running back, uh, slightly ahead of uh, J.K. Dobbins from Ohio State. So, but I think you can just put him in there and he'll be a um, bell cow for you. So uh, next, I have the Seattle Seahawks at 27. Um, I have them taking Cesar Ruiz um, from Michigan, who's kind of a – he played center in college, but he's kind of a combo guy, center guard, interior line. Um, this is definitely a spot for a trade down. I i think uh, I think Kit said it, sent it to me or maybe Bryn, um that basically the Seahawks have traded out, out of their pick like every year. So <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if they try to trade down um, with somebody trying to jump back in, um, possibly for a quarterback or something like that. Uh, But if they stayed here, I would go line because it feels like the Seahawks always need line help. So next is kind of a surprise team from last year. Baltimore Ravens um, had the MVP in um, Lamar Jackson, who was absolutely incredible. Um, I'm taking the linebacker here, uh, Zach Bond from Wisconsin. He did a little bit of everything for the Badgers. um, And Ravens like guys like that that are just versatile but good playmakers. So excuse me, I feel like it's a good fit. I could see a running back. Uh, Mark Ingram is a little older, and since the, this Ravens team is a very heavy running team, um, it would make sense, even though, like I said before, not a big running back in the first round guy, but that could be okay, too. So, um, Next is probably the biggest surprise of the NFL last year, the Tennessee Titans at 29. Um, Ryan Tannehill. Who would have thought? Uh, Derek Henry is an absolute monster. Um, so... They uh, need to keep that going, you know, the run game, play-action game that was so successful last year. Uh, I would go with Ezra Cleveland from uh, Boise State, who's offensive tackle. Um, I mentioned way earlier that they lost Jack Conklin, who's a right, right tackle, and they just need somebody to just keep pounding the ball and um, set up that play-action game that Ryan Tannehill did so well last year. So that's where I'd go. Um, Cleveland was banged up, but uh, he's a damn good football player, so. Next is uh, the Green Bay Packers, the Cheeseheads, number 30. Um, I have them taking T. Higgins, a wide receiver from Clemson. Um, I love my boy Alan Lazard, but I don't think he's probably a number two wide receiver. Um, I feel like Higgins could be that behind Devontae Adams. And at this point, Aaron Rodgers' career, I mean, you just have to give him help. You can't have undrafted wide receivers uh, starting for you. Um, I think this would be a really good fit, and – Hopefully, well, as a Bears fan, I want Rodgers to be terrible, but if you're a Packers fan, I'm sure you just want Rodgers to go out on top. So, um, 31 is the runners-up from last year, the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I haven't taken a cornerback uh, from Clemson here, A.J. Terrell. Um, I'm not sure if he'll go in the first round. Um, I'm not as high on him as other people, but uh, just ranking-wise, it seems like this would be kind of where possible corners run could go. Um, and they need help there. Um, and he could, you know, learn from Richard Sherman who kind of found the fountain of youth and was incredible last year. So I feel like that would be the pick there. And last but not least, the defending champs, the Kansas city chiefs, who would have ever thought, um, they don't have a lot of holes. Um, they really didn't lose a whole lot of people. Um, but I really think they could use some corner help. Um, so that's why I have Jalen Johnson from Utah, who was actually kind of underrated for the Utes last year. So I think he could definitely start for them. Um, they lost Kendall Fuller in free agency, so it just seems like a good fit. This could be a spot I could see a running back going. Um, they've been doing the committee thing for a while, ever since Kareem Hunt got that video taken of him and got kicked off the team. So it would be nice to for the Chiefs to have somebody that, Is more of a bell cow instead of, you know, kind of plug and play random guys. So, and that's it. Um, That's it for my mock draft that I released on uh, Facebook um, uh, last week. So, if you're friends with me, you probably saw it. Hopefully, you saw it, read it. I do it every year, it's uh, one of my favorite things. Um, I did want to kind of close with uh, some other guys I think would get drafted locally that um, people might be interested in. Um, (laughs) Not a whole lot of Iowa State guys, but I'll get to that. Uh, for Iowa, I think Michael, uh, Ejemudie, A, did I say that right? I don't know. My brain's mush. Uh, corner, um, I think he's going to be anywhere from the fourth or fifth round. It just seems like a fit. He actually had some pretty good workouts, um, in this postseason. So I think, um, a team will take a chance on him in the middle rounds. Same with Geno Stone, um, safety, uh, same rounds, uh, I think he thought he was going to go higher and I think he's actually going to end up being the better player out of those two. Um, he just, he didn't run very fast. That's going to hurt him, but his tapes really good. So it'll be interesting to see how that works out for him. Um, as for Iowa state, I don't think anybody's going to get drafted this year. Unfortunately, I think they're about a year or two away from actually having multiple draft picks, which is exciting as a cyclone fan. Um, there's going to be a couple guys that make camps. Um, that I I think could possibly make it like a guy like a Ray Lima. Um, and, of course, the long snapper, Steve Wardle, <laughs> Second-rated long snapper, according to my, Mel Kiper Jr. So kind of a big deal. Um, so anyway, that's kind of the wrap-up of the NFL Draft. Um, I will post on our Twitter as well as the Facebook the this, as well as if anybody wants to join me, if you're friends with me and you are interested, I'm going to be – hosting a quote-unquote house party for the first round of the NFL draft if you want to watch it with me and give me shit. Um, Hopefully a couple people will join me. feels weird not being able to watch it with anybody, but this is uh, the COVID-19 life. Um, I miss sports. I think a lot of you do too. Um, It's just been a really weird weird time in our lives. Um, I'll be interested to see once, I assume, some sort of sports come back What's going to happen? Uh, if there's no fans, like what that experience is going to be like, are we going to have, you know, college sports again? Because specifically college sports, I feel like without doing without doing it with the fans, it's just really, really weird. Um, I think pro sports would be able to get by, although football would be kind of weird. Um, basketball might not be because it's kind of like watching like, I don't know, the summer league because there's like nobody there. But I don't know. We'll see. So hopefully it comes back soon. I think we get golf at least in June, which is exciting um, because I'll take anything at this point. Uh, If any of you have watched The Last Dance, uh, the documentary on ESPN, from the last season of The Bulls of MJ and that crew, first two episodes were absolutely incredible. I could listen to MJ roast Jerry Krause every day the rest of my life because he's a short little troll. Um, (laughs) So keep watching that. They had incredible ratings. And uh, I think the NFL draft on Thursday is going to break some sort of record because people are just hungry for sports. So anyway, that's all I have today. Um, Like I said earlier in the episode, I recorded this on the 21st, so I just want to give my big brother Justin Nelson a shout-out for his birthday. Um, Kit will be back. Don't worry. Uh, As well as we're going to have – I'm going to have some stuff planned, um, some fun things, uh, mostly sports-related, but – Hopefully we can figure out some other things, too, to talk about um, during this very slow time of our lives where we're not busy with work and people are at home and stuff. So hopefully we can give you a little bit of fun um, listening to my dumbass. So with that being said, I will wrap this up and hopefully talk to you guys soon. That's it for Welcome to the Dog Pound. After the party, it's
0: yeah, the Waffle House uh-huh. If you ever been here, you know what I'm talking yeah, about Where uh-huh. people don't dance, all they do is yeah, this uh-huh. And after the this original, you know what remix. it is the remix, it had to go down I got something else to tell you about the new Motown Where people don't visit, they move out here And ain't no telling who you might see up in Lenox Square I don't know about you, but I miss the freak Nick Cause that's when my city used to be real sick People from other cities used to drive for miles Just to come and get a taste of this ATL house. I'm the MVP, most ballin' player, make my own moves, call me the mayor, Monday night. You know things change with time, Magic City back looking like 89, all my homies on the south side up in the Ritz, Tuesday night, the velvet room, same shit, Wednesday, strokers, I don't go no more, cause they don't know how to treat you when you come through the door, Thursday night was pushed but we moved the fuel, and I be up in the booth drunk actin' the fool, Friday night, and Kaya, they still got love, and the shark bar be poppin' like it's a nightclub. Saturday, still off the easy for she's it. You can find me up in one tweezing. Sunday, getting me some sleep leave. I'm on my way to the deck to hit jazz and tease. Holla, and you are from New York, man. Are Representing York? NYC dead? to the fleet.